Cultivating Calmness podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Vance, and today I want to talk to you a little bit about vitamin D. But before I go there, uh, the reason I came up with and started thinking about this topic, uh, well, actually, I think about it all the time in my therapy practice, but I recently made a social media post, a fun social media post that was focused on um, like being able to do all the things that you can to take care of yourself. And as a therapist, and uh, you, I can speak for myself, I don't know about the rest of my colleagues, but constantly talking about the things that you can do at home when you're outside of your, your therapy appointment to help yourself, right? So we can talk about all the stuff that's going on in your life and we can try to help you figure out what's going on. But once you leave our office, we can't force you to do any of those things. Um, and some of those things may be a little easier to do. Some of them may be a little harder to do. Uh, but I made the little video and it kind of talked about all the frustrating things that therapists hear from our clients, such as, you know, like, are you drinking enough water? No. Are you sleeping well? No. Are you eating well? No. Are you exercising? No. Are you going outside? No. Um, are you doing the things, the, the simpler things, right? I, I know they're not always easy. So, you know, <clears throat> I understand that, you know, I carry around a water bottle all day, uh, but that doesn't mean I'm always drinking the amount of water that I should be drinking. I do that so that it's there and readily available so that I am more able to drink it when I should be, although I can admit that I need to do better at that. So I am starting to drink or try to drink more tea. Uh, I like tea, so tea is a good source of water, but it's also a good source of uh, vitamins and minerals. So especially if you're drinking different types of tea that support or boost your immune system, for example, or have certain herbs in them that can give you different vitamins and minerals, that would be a good thing to do is to drink tea that can do that for you. Uh, you know, a lot of people drink coffee and I also drink coffee, but it's not water. It is made with water and it uses water, but it also puts other things into that water. You know, usually caffeine is what people are going for with coffee. And although it can have its benefits, coffee can have its um, downsides as well. So it's just important to consider, you know, what you're putting into your body and what you're doing on your own. So that video, um, one of the things, you know, it talked about what was, you know, all those things I mentioned, getting enough of all of these things, right? But to me, that brought up vitamin D. And we are in winter here in Ohio, um, last day of January. So it's gloomy. We don't see the sun very much for the last, I don't know, week and a half or so. It has been raining and or snowing, mostly raining for the last week. And I see the sun occasionally. Um, but Otherwise, I don't actually see the sun. So as um, some of you may know, our biggest source, one of our biggest sources of vitamin D is sunlight. And I know there's lots of mixed views out there about whether you should or should not get sunlight. But the fact of the matter is that we all need sunlight uh, for various reasons. Now, you getting too much or too little can be um, its own debate. I'm not here to talk about that, but I am here to say that you do need sun exposure to get adequate vitamin D. And if you live in the Northern States here in the United States, especially during the winter, you are probably vitamin D deficient. One, we don't get enough of vitamin D from our diet and uh, we don't get a lot of sunlight. 
But a caveat to that is that just because you cannot see the sun does not mean that the sun is not there and does not mean that you're not getting the benefits from the sun. I don't know about you, but you maybe have fallen victim to being out uh, maybe on a cloudy day, maybe over the summer wearing a tank top thinking like, not going to get sunburn. And at the end of the day, you may have a pretty decent sunburn because you know the sun was actually there behind the clouds. You just couldn't see it, but the sunlight was still getting to and penetrating your skin. So you were getting the benefits, but then you also had the consequence of having some sunburn. So we are, we do get sunlight even when we cannot see it. So being able to get outside is going to be beneficial to you, but more on that in a little bit. Um, so your vitamin D is actually a hormone. Did you know that? Yeah. So we call it vitamin D, but it's actually a hormone. And what happens is once the, once we take it into our body, either via sunlight supplementation or food, um, our body that our liver and kidneys convert that into a hormone that our body can use. Right? Uh, so it's fat soluble meaning we need fat in our diet to be able to process the vitamin once it gets into our system, okay? So what does vitamin D do for us? So vitamin D, which we're typically looking at vitamin D3, there is vitamin D2, uh, but that's not as easily processed in the body and doesn't easily um, as easily break down, at least that's my understanding. So, and I could be wrong, so um, you know, check me on that if you need to. Uh, but what does vitamin D do for us? It helps us absorb calcium and we know that our body needs calcium. So getting vitamin D actually helps our body to absorb and use the calcium that our body needs. It helps us to balance our blood sugar. It helps to control inflammation. Um, it helps to support our immune system. It helps muscle movement. It helps hormone signaling. It helps to support our mood, um, which promotes the you know promotes that action of the dopamine and serotonin in our body. Um, it can boost our brain function and well-being. With our hormones, um, if we don't have enough, if we don't have enough vitamin D three, um, then it we don't have enough to signal. Um, we don't have enough to signal the hormones, which then could cause that hormone imbalance. So if we are deficient in vitamin D3, then our hormones can become imbalanced. Does that make sense? So you, there, all these things are connected. Um, where do we get it? I already said we get vitamin D through our food. So the, the best place to get vitamin D through our food would be fatty fish. So some examples of fatty fish would be like Trent, trout, I almost combined words there, trout, salmon, tuna, I think mackerel, there's probably some others, uh, oysters, and then there's beef liver, eggs, uh, egg yolks. Now, some of those um, have less vitamin D in them. Some people say dairy, although, you know, that depends and it's very minimal. Uh, so you're really getting it from fish. Well, I don't know if you're like me, I am not, I am not, not a fish fan. Um, I never really have been. Now, over the years, I have started to be more open to trying and eating fish, um, and I will, but it's not my favorite thing, um, and I'm working on being able to be better at that, uh, but still not my favorite thing. So am I getting it in my diet? No, because I'm not eating fish. So I need to supplement with vitamin D or get sunlight. Now, I know for me, I don't really particularly like the cold, 
So I'm not spending all kinds of time outside, though I, um, you know, am more open to that. And I like going outside if I can. In the summer, I enjoy spending time outside all the time. So uh, I'm probably getting enough vitamin D um, over the summer, but in the winter, I probably am not. Um, so we got to try to get sunlight. So there's food, there's sunlight. So sunlight, um, converts the, the, um, UVB rays, the UVB rays into the D3 that we need. Um, and what they say is, you know, we need to get at least 10 to 15 minutes of daylight sun, midday sun. So that's, you know, early afternoon in the Northern hemisphere where I am in Ohio, you know, that would be that mid afternoon time for 10 to 15 minutes on our skin, um, to get the benefits of the sunlight and to get that vitamin D. Um, now I'm not here to argue whether there's, you know, too much or too little sunlight. Uh, I'm a proponent for getting more sunlight. Um, just keep in mind if you're using suntan lotions, um, sunscreen, you will not get the benefits of UVB uh, rays because typically your vitamin or um, excuse me, your uh, sunscreen is going to block those UVB rays. So keep that in mind. If you're somebody that wears a lot of sunscreen, um, then you may not be getting the benefits of that vitamin D when you need it if you're wearing that. So um, you may consider not wearing it for a little bit of time um, to benefit from that sunlight that you may be getting exposed to. And then supplementation. So supplementation, we're going to go into a little bit more in depth on supplementation, just a little bit, because there's a lot that goes into it. And I am not a doctor. I'm not here to tell you how much you should or should not be taking, um, just to explain how vitamin D can be helpful for you. So in my practice, when I start to have a lot of people coming in with this gloomy weather, and I do, a lot of people come in and like, oh, I'm just so down. Oh, this type of weather, this time of year, always, I'm always in a funk. I've got that um, sad, you know, seasonal affective disorder uh, going on. And I see it in a lot of people. And one of the first questions I ask is, have you had your vitamin D levels checked? Um, because if you have low vitamin D, which generally doctors, um, providers will say is below the 20 level. And I don't remember what the... Um, unit is there, uh, but they range, you know, from zero to a hundred and over a hundred would be considered, you know, you typically like, um, over what you need. Um, and I think if they're saying between 20 and 50, you're good. Um, some providers will say between 30 and 80 other providers say that, you know, you need to be upwards of 80, uh, to, to really experience the benefits of your vitamin D levels. So I'm not here to say which one is right or wrong. Um, you can do your own research. You can talk to your provider, but just know that you can get your vitamin D levels checked. And if you are low or deficient, you may need to supplement or get other things in your diet. So um, one way to supplement is with cod liver oil. I actually have some examples of these things here because these are things that I use in my home. Um, and one of these I do not have, I ran out. So, um, I did not have a bottle here to show you <clears throat> if you're watching. So cod liver oil, which is a good source of not only vitamin D, but vitamin A and omega-3 fatty acids. 
and omega-3 fatty acids actually help to, because it's a fat, can help the vitamin D to absorb into your system. So what I have here is a sample of cod liver oil. This is from Earthly Wellness. It's a local company to Columbus, Ohio, and they have a lot of natural supplements and uh, products for you. So you can check out the affiliate link. Um, I am an affiliate, but I've used Earthly for a very long time. Um, and I do use their cod liver oil. I'm almost gone actually, so I need to get a refill of this. Um, now, if you don't like fish smell, well, it definitely, it definitely smells like fish. Um, and so it may be hard to tolerate to take down. I usually mix it in with my other supplements and I don't taste the fishiness of it at all. But if you take it all on its own, um, you will probably notice that. And so some people find that that is um, difficult to tolerate. Some people don't have a problem with it. I know Earthly does make a pill form of it as well. So if you are not a fan of oils or tinctures, you could probably get yourself a um, pill form of that. Um, and there are other brands out there that also provide cod liver oil. Um, you could probably find it um, like at Whole Foods. Um, I'm not sure if you could find it at your local grocery store. Maybe, maybe not. Depends on your grocer. Um, another form of supplementation would just be vitamin D3. And so the ingredient um, in this and what you're looking for is, the, I don't even know how to say it, colacalciferol um, D3. So this is D3 by itself. And what you will get with D3 um, is exactly you know, what, what you need. What this says is this is giving you 125 micrograms um, or 5,000 IUs per serving per one of these. So technically the daily allowance of vitamin D3 that the NIH and the CDC call for is um, <clears throat> five, 15 micrograms and 600 IUs or international units. This version here that I have, each one little supplement, <coughs> excuse me, each one little supplement, it's very small that I have here, you can see it, it's very small, is uh, 5,000 IUs. So this would be over what you would need um, per the recommendations for your daily allowance. So just keep that in mind. They have, you can buy them over the counter, you can find them at um, pretty much any grocery store, multiple different versions. Um, and then there's vitamin D3, K2. So that's D3 and K2 together. So actually that's optimally what we want is D3 and K2 together. Why? Well, because when you combine them, it helps to actually move calcium along um, to the bones and it helps to prevent the calcium from depositing in your arteries and your blood vessels. So what can happen is if you have too much vitamin D3 all on its own, it's not going to, it may not absorb appropriately and not, may not go where it needs to go and that it can deposit, it can cause the calcium to deposit in places where it should not be depositing and can cause problems for you. If you have too much vitamin D, um, but you have uh, liver problems, then it's not kind of processing through your liver and it can become like stagnant and you're not absorbing what you need to absorb because your liver is overloaded with maybe other stuff that's going on. Um, so talking about, you know, that can be a whole other topic to talk about liver detoxing and um, the benefits of that. But 
uh, we really want to, you really probably want to look for a vitamin D3, K2 combined supplement so that you're getting all the benefits that you need from the vitamin. Um, so K2, what it actually does is it activates brain proteins and helps to control calcium um, and the damage that it can cause, which I already described what can happen. Um, and then something that a lot of people maybe don't realize. So I can talk about vitamin D with my clients, but what we, another thing we want to consider when we're talking about your health and when we're talking about getting enough of something is magnesium. So this is also a common thing that I talk about with my clients in our sessions, especially in the winter. But if we're talking about having low energy, if we're talking about feeling depressed, if we're talking about not being able to sleep well, magnesium is going to be big for you. Um, magnesium um, is... Uh, a supplement is a natural occurring supplement that you need and most people are also deficient in magnesium. So for deficient in vitamin D and magnesium, our body is not going to be able to do the things that it needs to do. So if we have enough magnesium and we're getting enough D3 and we're getting enough K2, uh, that combination um, will sh will have, um, let's see, the, the vitamin D is modulated, meaning it moves along because of the magnesium. Um, so if we don't have enough magnesium, then we cannot use the vitamin D. Let me say that again. If we do not have enough magnesium in our system, we cannot use the vitamin D. So even if we're taking a supplement like the ones I showed you to get enough vitamin D or going outside and getting the sun, if we aren't, if we do not have enough magnesium, we're not going to be able to use that vitamin D in our system. Okay. So we can continue to try to get all the supplementation we need, but we may need to get, we may need to get our system checked. You may want to see like well-rounded. Do I, does my body have everything that it needs? And if I'm lacking in something, what is that causing? So when your doctor says, oh, your vitamin D is fine. You know, maybe they don't tell you what the number is. Ask what the number is. If you're seeing me, come to me. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> We can address, you know, a little bit about what may be happening there, exploring some options for you um, and talking about providers that you may be able to talk to, um, including your doctor, about what else could benefit you. Because if you are, um, you know, your vitamin D is fine. Did they check your magnesium? Is your magnesium okay? What about your vitamin K? What about your iron? I think I mentioned that last week or semi-recently in one of my recent podcasts. So iron is also going to be a factor in um, how well you're functioning. So, um, I hope you learned a little bit about vitamin D today, but most importantly, you know, our body is constantly, you know, a, it's a well-oiled machine, right? And if one thing is off, that can throw off the rest of the machine. So we can't just add vitamin D and suddenly our mood is going to be boosted and we're going to feel much better. It's possible. Yes. But we may have to also change some other things that could be our diet, it could be our lifestyle, it could be, you know, um, uh, the traumas that we have experienced on our body, like those physical pains, you know, are there things that we are able to do for that? Is it our mental, emotional stress? Are there things we able to do for that? Sometimes supplementation can help with those things. Sometimes it takes outside things like therapy and coping skills and strategies and working on making lifestyle changes that are going to help things. So you know, it's not all about just changing one thing. It, it, it is about the whole picture. But in talking about vitamins, I just wanted to give a little focus to vitamin D, how that can affect you, what can improve because of your vitamin D level. And maybe you consider talking to your provider about this to see if 
you can get help for it. Um, so this is uh, almost the end of the podcast today, but since we are coming up on February, I know we're not quite there. We're not quite there. If you're listening to this today, um, the end of January, we have a couple of weeks till Valentine's Day, but I wanted to share just a little something that me and my family do to um, support others on Valentine's Day. And that is Valentine's for Vets. So Valentine's for Vets here locally where I am, we support a local group called Buckeye Military Moms. And they're a group of moms that have either sons or daughters in um, currently or previously serving in the US military. And they do all kinds of fundraising and projects and things to support veterans. And so what my kids and I do is, oh, if you're watching, we will create a bunch of Valentines and we deliver those, we drop those off to the Buckeye Military Moms and they will deliver them to veterans um, all over the area to support them and show them that we are thinking about them and caring for them. So what I did earlier is I stopped by Hobby Lobby. They do have discounts on, um, as if you've ever been to Hobby Lobby, you know they have discounts on um, all of their usually um, current things or upcoming holidays. So. Uh, their Valentine stuff is on sale. So I just buy packets of different Valentines and I have our kids and myself, we put them together and then we write little notes on the back or attach little notes to them. So I'm just showing you if you're watching some different versions of some of the Valentines that I pick up. And then we have the kids write a little message in them and we deliver them. And this is a way that we can support some of our veterans. So something to think about. If you are uh, thinking of wanting to do something like this, it's the time. You could probably reach out to any local group um, that you are you know, near or want to support, and they might have some kind of program. It could be military related. It could be mental health related. It could be something, some kind of physical health related. It could be anything. A lot of groups out there do a lot of things to support others on Valentine's Day. This is one that my family and I have supported for a little while. So uh, I continue to do that. And I just wanted to recommend and share that, put that out there as a way for you to support others uh, for this Valentine's Day. And maybe you think about that. But until next week, thank you for joining me for the Cultivating Calmness podcast, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye.